What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 161, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 161. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, first off, thank you for letting me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listen and download, though. You can also catch me live on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, where you can also give your boy a nice little ranking and review. Google Play Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, YouTube, The Maddie Mo Show, IG, and Twitter at Maddie underscore Pace. And without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I am about to give episode 161 to you, the Sunye Funday Wrap Up, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, the Sunye Funday Wrap Up. And if this is your first time tuning into the show, thank you so much. You couldn't have picked a better day because on this day, the Sunye Funday Wrap Up, I like to release a string of positive and inspiring, empowering, innovative news stories that you may not hear on your basic news networks such as CNN and ABC News and Fox News and all those trash stations. I like to give you a little something different you may not be used to, and it is a perfect way to also start the week with some good vibes and inspiration. I get all the information for this show, the Sunday Funday Wrap-Up, from the website goodnewsnetwork.org. Now, if you are listening to me on Anchor right now, you can feel free to click the link directly below on the screen, and it'll bring you right to goodnewsnetwork.org. If you are, however, listening to me on a different platform, feel free to hit up the website. Once again, that is goodnewsnetwork.org, and they have a bunch of inspiring stories on a regular basis every single week. And I get the tunes for the show from a page on YouTube called Just Acoustic. So feel free to go on there, check them out, maybe hit the subscribe button. They got a bunch of good tunes. But without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the Sunday Fun Day wrap-up, here we go. Now, the first story that I have for you is truly inspiring and really hits home for me because I have had type 1 diabetes for 25 years now, ladies and gentlemen, and though it has not been a struggle, it has not been easy for a lot of those years, especially when I was younger. Shout out to my parents for always taking me back and forth to Children's Hospital in Boston, back and forth for a long, long time. But this first news story is an eight-year study shows that simple treatment can reverse type 1 diabetes to almost undetectable levels, published by the Good News Network, June 22nd, 2018. Researchers have just published a groundbreaking new study showing that a tuberculosis vaccine can almost entirely reverse the effects of type 1 diabetes. According to the research conducted by the Massachusetts General Hospital, shout out to New England, the hometown, physicians have been using the BCG vaccine against tuberculosis for almost a century. More excitingly, the team found that after giving the shot to a type 1 diabetes patient, followed by a booster shot four weeks later, the patient's blood sugar levels returned to near normal levels and their blood sugar continued to remain normal for the following five years. Not only that, the 52 adults involved in the study all had long-standing type 1 diabetes and every single one of them experienced the same positive reactions. Patients in the placebo group continue to show rising levels of blood sugar over the course of the study. In investigating how BCG administration produces its beneficial effects, 
The researchers' team identify a, a mechanism never previously seen in humans in response to treatment with any drug, a shifting of the process of glucose metabolism from oxidative phosphorylation, the most common pathway by which cells convert glucose into energy, to aerobic glycolysis, a process that involves significantly greater glucose consumption by cells. In quotes, this is clinical validation of the potential to stably lower blood sugars to near normal levels with a safe vaccine. Even in patients with long-standing disease, says Denise Fossman, director of the MGH Immunobiology Laboratory and senior author of the report. In addition to the clinical outcomes, we now have a clear understanding of the mechanisms through which limited BCG vaccine doses can make permanent beneficial changes to the immune system and lower blood sugars in type 1 diabetes, she added, ladies and gentlemen. And that is amazing. And I am so excited to see where that study goes even more. And hopefully it's equally as, um, you know affordable as it is beneficial for the body so shout out to all you doctors out there that stumbled across this that is amazing i am stoked now the next story we have instead of tossing it back 5,000 indian fishermen now collect ocean plastic to build roads and prosperity by john large june 23rd 2018 of goodnewsnetwork.org while the rest of the world becomes more and more aware of plastic pollution, a group of 5,000 fishermen who rely on the Mother Sea to survive have taken it upon themselves to clean up the oceans and use the tons of waste to repair their roads. In an interview with National Geographic, a local fisherman from the Indian city of Kalam explained how the sea has gotten more polluted over the years. Whenever he casts his nets, he often comes up with more plastic than fish, he said. For a while, Xavier Peters and his peers had simply tossed all the trash back into the water, but later, after realizing the futility, began hauling it back to land. So far, they have collected a whopping 65 metric tons worth of trash. After urging a few of their local government agencies to help, they managed to facilitate the creation of a new recycling center, the first in the region. The Department for Women's Empowerment, created to help women find employment, then hired an all-female crew to run the facility and sort through the plethora of assorted plastics. The most damaged plastic is then shredded into a fine confetti, which is sold to local construction crews. These workers then use it to strengthen the asphalt used in the creation of new roads. Peter Mathias, who is a local union representative for the fishermen, proudly described their success to NetGeo saying, we've roped in so many groups so quickly for this effort. This comes from us, it comes from the fishermen. Not only has the entire town embraced the initiative, the innovative solution has spread to other fishing communities in the area and the Kalam fishermen have adopted a leading role in helping them convert the plastic into dollars. The clam divers of Kerala and numerous other communities have now successfully raised funds for their own recycling plants. According to one fisherman, all of Kerala, all of India, and all of the world will join us. So what a great use of fishermen, especially because that is amazing. I cannot believe 65 metric tons of garbage. If you've ever thrown anything in the ocean, you should be disgusted with yourself. On to the next story, however. The city of London will be 
powered by 100% renewable energy starting in October. And this was published by Good News Network on June 21st, 2018. The City of London has announced that they will be sourcing 100% of their energy needs from renewable sources by October 2018. According to a statement released by the Square Miles ruling body, the city plans on implementing the shift by installing solar panels on all government-owned buildings, investing in off-site renewable energy products, and buying clean energy from the grid. The solar installations will reportedly stretch across social housing in six London boroughs, 11,000 acres of green space, and several markets and academies. This is a big step for the city corporation and it demonstrates our commitment to making us a more socially and environmentally responsible business, said Catherine McGuinness, chairman of the City of London Corporations Policy and Resources Committee. By generating our own electricity and investing in renewables, we are doing our bit to help meet international and national energy targets. And the picture that they have up is, uh, it's phenomenal. So go on there, check that out. Shout out to London for doing that. I think the U.S. needs to hop on that for show. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's only a few news stories, but I have two more that I would like to give to you. And the first one is, uh, it's actually very cool. In landmark case, South Korean court rules that it is illegal to kill dogs for food. This was published by McKinley Corbley, June 21st, 2018. Now, a South Korean court has made a landmark ruling on how it is illegal to kill dogs for their meat, and it could pave the way for a national ban. Though dog meat consumption in South Korea has been a controversial topic of cultural discussion, the practice has been on the decline. 70% of the South Koreans already refuse to eat dog meat thanks to pressure from animal rights activists and Western influences. Though the nation has not banned dog meat consumption altogether, they have passed smaller laws that enforce vendors to conform to high standards of hygiene, facility conditions, and animal treatment. The most recent ruling, however, could be a game changer. Animal rights organization Coexistence of Animal Rights on Earth, CARE, C-A-R-E, took legal action against a dog meat farmer who has been accused of maintaining poor hygienic conditions and harming animals without proper reason, in quotes. Though the case took place in April, details of the ruling were only released this week. In addition to finding um, in addition to fining and convicting the farmer without an appeal, the court ruled that food was not a proper reason for killing canines. It is very significant in that it is the first court decision that killing dogs for dog meat is illegal itself, and I cannot pronounce the name of that person, of that Korean, so I'm not even going to try to butcher it, but it's like Kim Kyung-un, a lawyer with C-A-R-E care, adding that the president, president has paved the way for outlawing dog meat consumption entirely. CARE hopes that the historic decision will soon lead to a national ban on dog meat consumption. Until then, they say that they plan on continuing their efforts to investigate and expose meat farmers who are violating animal rights regulations. So if you love canines, that is a win and that is a hit home. Now, the next and final story I want to share is a very empowering one. These tales of kindness from the World Cup are the best examples of humanity at its finest. Also by McKinley Corbley, June 20th, 2018. Even if you're not crazy about sports, the World Cup often brings out the best stories of compassion and international peace. 
and this year's tournament in the Russian city of Sochi is no exception. For starters, the Japanese fans have made headlines for continuing their practice of respectfully picking up trash and cleaning up stadiums after games. According to a translation of the video, the Colombian man filming the Japanese fans can be heard praising the nation's culture and scolding his own people for not following their example. However, a photo was later published to the World Cup Twitter page depicting Colombian and Mexican fans hosting, hoisting up an Egyptian man in a wheelchair so he can watch his team play. The Egyptian team had been playing against Uruguay when the photo was taken and despite how the spectators were only watching the game on a screen at the FIFA fan zone in Moscow, they were still more than happy to carry the disabled man on their shoulders. And you can go see that on the World Cup page on Twitter at EPL Bible. Truly amazing. Not to be outdone, the Senegas fan base took after the J Japanese and started to clean up a stadium after their team's historic win against Poland. The World Cup 2018 Twitter page published video of the sweet gesture saying that it was the best thing you will see today, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, the Mexican fan base was hailed for winning hearts across the internet when they were photographed handing out sombreros to disabled Russians. The gesture wasn't just extended to fans in wheelchairs either, according to GNN's Russian correspondent Timofey Yakovets. The sombreros were basically just being given to any person who shared their love for the World Cup. I think it's a wonderful thing that the World Cup brings so many nations and people together and get to learn and exchange these kinds of things, Japan-based football journalist Scott McIntyre told the BBC. That's the beauty of football. And there's also a funny picture on the website, goodnewsnetwork.org, if you want to go check this news story out. Truly inspiring and impacting. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the string of stories coming at you live from goodnewsnetwork.org brought to you by Maddie Pace myself. So without any further ado, we're going to hop into the final section of this beautiful story, this beautiful podcast, as I like to end each and every one, and it is going to be called The Final Thought. So if this is your first time tuning in, enjoy The Final Thought coming at you live in three, two, one, let's go. It's so easy to allow the negatives to outweigh the positives when we are shown almost nothing but the negatives. But the key is to not giving in to the darkness of life, but instead exposing the light. And the reason that I enjoy doing these small news stories each and every week, and the reason I do the final thoughts is because I know that a lot of times people need some positivity, people need some inspiration, and people need just a different perspective on life. And sometimes hearing things come from someone else, even if you thought those ideas as well, is refreshing to hear. And a lot of times can be the gateway to a total game changer in your life and the ones around you. So if you are feeling down, if you are feeling lost, if you feel like you are in a rut and stuck, just take a step back. Take a few deep breaths, throw on some good tunes, and just drift away. Do yourself a favor and disconnect from all the distractions, all the negativity going on, all those thoughts, and start implementing some positives into your life. Whether it's motivational videos, whether it's inspiring music, inspiring movies, 
novels, whatever it may be, as long as it is positive, that is progress, and I, I will always take progress over perfection any day of the week, ladies and gentlemen. It is impossible to be perfect, but it's not impossible to gain progress, and it comes with each and every day, each and every breath, each and every action that you choose to take, so always take the roads that are going to benefit you, and the ones that are unknown, do not be scared of going down, because there are endless possibilities, and more than that, there are experiences waiting for you around each and every turn, ladies and gentlemen, so don't hesitate, do not wait, make the change now, and start to enjoy and better your life each and every day. And that has been the final thought of episode 161, the Sunday Funday wrap-up. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I truly appreciate it. And you, tune in tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. East Coast. I will have the Monday pump-up for you as I come every week to give you the edge on the day and the week, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you very much for tuning in. This is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show saying one life, one love. Have a great night. I'm out.